And we're back. Hi, everybody. And we did actually go somewhere this time. (laughs) We've been gone like a month. It's been a while, but we've grown as artists and communicators, and we've developed. We have some stories. And we're also working on something special. It's a little bit of a surprise, so we're going to keep it under wraps for now, but trust me, you guys are going to like it once we unveil it. So, Todd, I encountered a man bun (laughs) at a wedding recently. Okay. Who invited the man bun? This guy's older than us, shorter than us. Yeah, most people generally are. And I didn't think much of it, other than his date was so flamboyant on the dance floor. Like, she wanted all the attention. Like you said, that it was almost to the point to where it just seemed phony. Her smile was as big as anything you've ever seen. And she was laughing and having a good time, but it looked forced to me. And yeah. that was just me. She probably shouldn't have done that during the wedding march. That was my assessment. That's uh. all I can say. <laughs> there were a few people there that wanted attention. Isn't that, that funny? Like, you're at a wedding. You're there for the bride and groom, supposedly, but you're there as a guest wanting the most attention. Well, there was a fellow, a married person, who did not travel with his spouse to the wedding who wanted all of the ladies' attention, and he was getting it. Um, they were making pinky promises and just loving each other. They were making up huddles and plans to meet up later and go drinking <laughs> and kind of forming a little friends group. Well, and- I can see why the guy didn't invite his wife. It seems like her and the mix were kind of Krampus style here. Well, he was eating it up. They were eating it up. And whatever. But anyway, that was going on. I'm like, you know, he is married. And then my date's like, well, they are too. Like, uh, even yeah, worse. Yeah. And now we're seeing what marriage really means to the modern society. They're at an actual wedding. So back to the man bun. That was a slow song. He and his date were out there just gazing into each other's eyes, rubbing their hands through each other's hair and stuff like that. (laughs) I can just see you puking in the corner like, really? Really, guys? Laying it on pretty thick there, aren't we? It wasn't believable to me. I'm like, these people are going to be split up. Just wait. Wow. It it didn't. I, I wasn't buying it. Everything else she had done was an act, and this was too. So anyway, tonight, out of the blue, uh, I got a phone call right before you came over, actually. Yeah. said, hey, you want to go to this death door thing that the church is putting on? It's like some the- heaven and hell play that churches around here around Halloween time do to scare the kids into Christianity. I'm it's putting it bluntly. Dude with a man bun is Jesus. And I'm like, okay. I can see that. I can totally right. see that. He's probably already wearing sandals. Hey, I really don't care. I'm not here to judge anybody, but I made a statement. I was like, you know, at the wedding, they were doing this slow dance. I just wasn't buying it. To which I got responded to, oh, they're really in love. Um, They're really going at it from what I understand. They're even doing body painting and everything. What the fuck? (laughs) What? Okay, so body painting. Let's get into this. This is foreplay. You, it's that weird was to me you. because it was explained to me as foreplay. Yes, <laughs> sexual fun, like really up in the ante. Personally, I no. do pottery. That's it is a way to like personalize your person, I guess. So maybe that's the way it's a bonding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're mine now. Wait till I leave this mark right here. Yeah, yeah. X marks the spot. Like, okay, I'm gonna draw a bullseye right here. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I've heard of some crazy fetishes. A lot that involves pain, bodily fluids that shouldn't be incorporated into sex. Things like that nature. Well, even candle wax, I've heard of. That's my thing. I've heard of so much, but I haven't heard of that. That's what was a little bit mind-blowing. And it wasn't 
in any way raising the ante. It was just, okay, I've never heard of that. Yeah, how did your date uh, want you to react to that? Like, oh, body painting. Well, you should have said that. Now I'm just totally on your side. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, don't get me wrong. Find what you like with your partner, but... I don't know, something that uh, niche, I think I would have kept to myself. But then again, when ladies work together, there you go. Yeah, you really shouldn't talk about what's going on in your own personal bedroom at work. Yeah. Personal opinion. But apparently they have been together for six months. Yeah, when you told me that, I was just like, okay, now I'm on your side. I see your argument there. They're already doing body painting at six months? Oh, they're in the honeymoon phase right now. I bet all the paintings are so... I wonder if Bob Ross, an episode of Bob Ross kind of gets them in the mood, primes the pump, turns them on a little bit. It's like, ooh, I like the way he's drying off that brush, baby. Is he giving you any thoughts? How about we draw a nice little bush right here? It'll be our little secret. Happy little tree going right into that little bush. But no, that's uh, that's weird. Uh, okay, I know you don't judge, but I'm just gonna. I'm I'm not saying it's right or wrong because I really don't care. But it's definitely weird because I think it's fair to say they're in the minority when it comes to stuff like that. At least for sexual purposes. That's fine. I don't care if you've got the rarest thing in the bedroom anyone's ever 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 heard of fuck a toaster for all i care i don't recommend it but if you that's your thing you go right yeah, ahead. if that's your thing i mean that's yeah, cool fuck a toaster that's I, cool it's just that i hadn't heard of it and then the other thing is let's say a chick's really into that and you do pretty much like her you're trying to get into it can you i don't know maybe you can the thing is stuff like that isn't really that fun unless it reciprocates. That goes for the bed in general. So if someone's going to do me a favor, forget about it. They got to be into it too. Yeah. Because I don't want it. Feels like you're a phony girl on the dance floor there. It's like, okay, you're just putting on an act. I actually want to get you off. So let's, you know, what are you into? Let's get down to brass tacks. I was curious if they used a brush or their finger. (laughs) You should have followed up with a question. It's like, so. A roller. Yeah, yeah. That's that's me. I'm just like, I get the fucking job done here, okay? I hire me a little crew, go buy Lowe's, get my paint, get my crew out there. A couple of nice guys that work for a fair wage that may or may not speak English, and we busted out. I thought it was funny. After I mentioned that, 20 minutes later, Todd shows me uh, a picture of some models that we know, one of some local folks that had done a shoot. He's like, hey, have you seen this? Check this out. I'm like, you know they have body paint on. Like they, they, weren't, they weren't covered head to toe, but they had little bits here and there. And it was like three chicks that were really hugging up on each other. Yeah. I, Maybe this is a new thing and I'm just completely out of the loop. That makes two of us. It could be. I could just be in the dark. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not as hip to the body painting thing. It took me a while to get on board with the ass eating thing. But the body painting thing, man, I don't, I, I don't know about that. I used to think I was at least cutting edge on the knowledge. You know, I thought I, I was in the know, but... Man, yeah, always something around the corner there that just even blows my mind <laughs> didn't you tell me earlier today this one girl that had a farting fetish yeah so i had heard of it or whatever <laughs> i love the fact i brought this up but i did encounter someone who was a pretty decent hottie yeah that was about that yeah you didn't really dive into the specifics well, of no because i wasn't go- i mean if i was considering getting in bed with her i'd have found out but i wasn't but i mean she was attractive for sure yeah so I would assume she would be the recipient of said fart. That was my assumption. I appreciated that she was forward about it or whatever. Yeah, great. A-plus for honesty. Yeah. It's a little weird, but not quite as weird as uh, body painting. 
I'm sorry. That's just like, it reminds me of that scene in Ghost that I always thought was so fake. Like, who gets off to doing pottery on a pottery wheel? Well, they probably didn't have any body paint. Or maybe that's what the bowl was for, for the body paint later on in the bedroom. You ever seen that movie Ghost, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore? No. Do you think they're writing, <laughs> okay. do you think they're like writing words in black over like blues and reds and purples and shit? Oh, what shit. are they doing? Oh, man, I, I would like fucking Sistine Chapel that shit. I would be like, hey, we're going we're gonna to make some Renaissance art here, baby. You better lay your canvas out because Papa's here to paint. That's you know, if they really loved each other, they would leave it on and still go into work the next day. That's a good point. And also, I want... Once they do that, I'll buy into the relationship. Yeah, yeah. Now, that would take commitment. Total loyalty right there. Right now, I'm a skeptic, but... I, yeah. If you can just wash it off, what does it even mean? Mm-hmm. And, I, and also, on that same note, what kind of paint do you think they use? I imagine it's water-based. Got to make a hell of a mess. Oh, Your I bed mean, sheets and stuff. Well, I mean, let's be honest here. The bed sheets would probably get ruined regardless. It's just, I'm uh, going to look that up because I wonder if it's a widespread thing and it just went straight over my head and I didn't know about it. <laughs> it I'm, could be. Uh, man, dude, there's some crazy fucked up shit out there. If it's not that, then I suspect it may go back to a childhood where someone's getting molested or something while they're trying to paint in their coloring book or something like that. Well, that's that's a little amazing. dark, but that's that's how that stuff starts. <laughs> yeah, that's never thought about it quite like that. Because no. you're just not going to, as an adult, start to think, okay, this is going to turn me on. It's just as soon as I start getting into it. Yeah, it's got to be built in. Yeah. Well, it makes me wonder about the your homegirl with the farting fetish. What do you think happened there? Maybe <laughs> she was on the can and something happened. There's no telling. That. <laughs> That's probably more because it's taboo, if I had to guess. Oh, really? I yeah, can see why it's taboo. You're not supposed to like it, therefore you do. Okay, I guess I kind of get that. Like you're With the painting, that's really, okay, like it if you want to. That's not That's not a you're not supposed to. Yeah. The fart thing, you're definitely not supposed to. True, true. It's, it's, so there's then, a reason why they call that. The, yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah. Got it. Body paint weird, but okay. Farts weird, not okay. Got it. I can't help it. I gotta. I gotta see. I'm just oh, this do is a, gonna be. An, I'm so glad this is making your search history. Right now, I'm certifying that I am 18. <laughs> uh, where's the search shit around here? Oh, okay. What is that? Body paint. Body paint. Doing it up with the body, body paint. Say, like, baby, I'm feeling kind of. Yellow today. What are you doing? Kind of blue? Let's let's make green together. Body painting. Body painting. Body painting blonde. Redhead. Big butts. Body painting big butts. Body, body painting, painting smoking. smoking. Hit that one. Hit that one. I want to see what body painting smoking is. Okay. You know, I'm not seeing any paint on the... Oh, up, 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 and there. the cigarette. And the cigarette. Okay. So it's just streaking? Little streaks of paint? It's definitely a thing if they've got porn surrounding it, and they do. Oh, wow. Golden, golden, what is that? Golden muses. muses. And you'll notice they start off without the paint. Yeah, and then they just gild them. They're well, spraying it. Hey, that was kind of like your thing. Your, your uh, suggestion. To spray. Yeah. They look like Oscars. It goes a pretty deep level to say body painting and smoking is a porno category, That's... and it actually exists times, ooh, look, she's doing it, she's smoking. Yeah. Well, look at the chick that was Lord. just all blue. Like, okay, you're just going to pick like an inhuman... Co- yeah, yeah, I'm all avatared up and smoking. Doesn't this turn you on with all my body paint? You almost can't even tell what gender I am. But I'm smoking, and you find this hot. So, guys, 
I'm going to throw this out to our audience. You guys surprise us sometimes with your your responses here, and a couple times even with your suggestions. What weird fetishes freak you out, or are you a part of? Please, discuss. <laughs> no one's going to say what they're a part of. They might. You know what? I, I expect the internet to not let me down. I expect a couple of trolls to come out of the woodwork. I, it doesn't have to be true or not. Just throw something out there that's real that we may not even know, because I feel like this is a great educational time for us as finding out about this body painting foreplay was <laughs> well it's a thing if there's because there's pornos with it and you i can just get more specific than just the paint i just wonder how you bring that up in a relationship especially a relationship as young as six months it's not tough to bring up i if i could bring it up real easy really but, yeah like it was nothing here's my thing about bringing it up yeah if i was going to bring that up i need a way to test the waters to see how interested the other person is in it now how would and you if do I that don't, i know that's my thing i don't know oh oh, but oh if i was into this for a long time i would probably have a way and i bet you i'd get like 300 no's mm, that ain't gonna work for me that ain't gonna work for me and then something would hit someone would respond in a way that you would like they would light up over whatever question or statement you made i would be I like hey it. i'd be like hey you know those like uh sip and paint classes and stuff where you get steadily drunk while <clears throat> painting a, a windmill or something oh i'm sorry did i get some paint on you you could make a statement that's humorous nothing in the world is as sexy as throwing paint on each other or something and everyone's going to be like that was a weird comment if they're really interested in you they'll keep talking to you yeah right but they right. won't really know how to respond to it or if you're serious especially with me they wouldn't know if i was serious or that's, not that's how but, i date i just find a flock of women i call them flocks and i'm just throwing it out there man it'd be weird if someone went out with me see who keeps talking <laughs> just see who keeps talking who's making eye contact over there what i'm saying is if you had a way to to kind of put yourself out there with it eventually someone would bite and bite hard that's what i think <laughs> that's biting what... no no going back into that weird fetish biting how do you feel well, about that maybe we should have Ash- ashton back on <laughs> she'd have some insight maybe if they make porn about it there's at least 300 people in the world that are into it why 300 that sounds so specific it was a vague number that was also a little bit low. I would even go, there's at least like 50,000. Worldwide, I'd agree. You could yeah. find one if you were looking. Oh, yeah. Oh, Biting, yeah. now that's a lot more common, which I don't see that as a fetish. I couldn't see that as an actual fetish. It might be something people consider kinky. Okay. I'm sure there's a group of people who actually get off to watching people bite other people in pornos or something. I'm sure that there's a group of people. And that person may actually have the fetish. But most people that bite or get bitten, I don't think they're using their vibrator to it and stuff. What do I know at this point? (laughs) (laughs) It's just logically, it doesn't make sense. Why would you use a vibrator while biting? I know, if people seek pleasure and pain, I say everything's on the table at this point. I never was big on the bondage thing. But if, is that someone's go-to, though? They pull know. out their vibrator, and every time they f- climax, when they're by themselves, is to <laughs> biting. Yes, it's got to be, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be, man. There's no other way. I haven't ran into anyone like that. I don't know, But man. I'm sure that and they're some out people there. would choke themselves <laughs> to death in order to come. I mean, again, everything's on the table. I know more celebrities than I should who died from that way, choking themselves to death through autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> And it's like, my God, if that was a thing. They died from choking themselves to death. Yeah, that's what the coroner stated in his official medical report. 
It's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> David Carradine from the Kung Fu Show. Never heard of him. Died that way. Never heard of the show. Oh, uh, Kill Bill. Never heard of those movies. Yeah, he he was Bill. Michael Hutchins from the band NXS from the eighties. Same way. Rob from Robin Todd. He's Robin done all types of stuff in bed and hasn't died. So moving on. <laughs> well, that's about all I had to say on the subject. Well, aside from that, how was the wedding? Um, I didn't like it. <laughs> but it's not about me. No, no, no. It's about the bride and groom. Yeah, what were aspects that you didn't like? Just, I'll just right cut quick. Straight to the point and, yeah. and the, the main basic thing. We had to be at a certain place at a certain time before the wedding. It's all orchestrated. As soon as it ends, it's like picture time. <laughs> picture time, yeah. Um, and then it's to the reception. Well, reception time. That was a nice super elderly woman who uses a walker who was kind of already in the reception area before everybody else and i just kind of felt bad i was you know she was by herself i was like really so i just kind of went and sat at the table with her and chatted a little bit till everybody came in and then they said a blessing people got food and before you were even done eating like you were midway through that first plate here's what happened the dj cranked it up and it never stopped I'm talking about blow your ears out for three and a half hours straight. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> That's my no in between the song. No really soft song kind of playing low. You couldn't have talked to anybody if you had to. You would have had to yell the whole time. So it became like dance party for those that wanted to, for those that did want the attention, for those that... Like, are, y'all, are y'all really having fun or you're just trying to prove that you're a fun person? Maybe they're just all having fun trying to talk over the music and hear each other at the same time. I kind of like to mingle a little bit as far as get to know people see what they do for work what type of you know business they're into and see if we could collaborate or find common ground or whatever it's going to be nah nah there was none of that i was assigned a table anyway not that i couldn't have gotten up but i couldn't talk to anybody jeez and i don't care to dance hell no i would feel like that other couple oh we're so in love with this slow whatever the hell i'm gonna tic-tac-toe the hell out of your back that's what I imagine he would whisper in her ear. Yeah. I could be wrong. That's what I would say. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> to me, I didn't like it because the reception was all DJ and nothing else. Yeah. But hey, I mean, he was doing what he was instructed to do. He had a pre-selected list of songs to play in a specific order. <laughs> he did have that. He took his job super seriously. I just don't understand why you're directing a DJ. To, let me put it this way. Why hire someone to do a job that you're going to dictate every aspect of? Well, let me walk that back to one other thing. Okay. I went to probably the best reception I've ever been, the prettiest, the probably most well put together. In Austin, uh, one of the radio DJs at the rap station married a co-worker of, my, of mine's daughter. Great reception. Uh, everything I thought was really appropriate. And this is DJs from the rap radio station playing a lot of dance music, but they would take it down for just a minute, give you a chance to mingle, give you a chance to think. Like, this guy? Oh, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> he was going to see how far he could push his equipment. Mr. And pump up the jams that's all over there. he was interested in. Pump it up. I Even mean, when the know. dance floor was clearing because everyone was like leaving and there was just a couple people out left out there, he was going to play for them. Yeah, he yeah. kept it going. That's all. Yeah. Took a took some molly in the parking lot and the rest is history. <laughs> and that's uh, Maybe he does every wedding that way. I'm not sure. I wouldn't hire him just out of the off chance. What that was is. his name? DJ... I'm not sure. Uh, well, what would you call him then? 
Figured I had to get my DJ name. <laughs> Volume to 10. <laughs> DJ confused about my job. To me, part of a DJ's job is to feel the vibe, fill the room, take requests. I never thought he would just keep it jamming like that. Yeah. I'd never seen it in any other wedding. What kind of stuff was he was he pumping, man? Was it stuff that you would pump at a wedding reception? I guess most of it. Yeah. Any Morgan Wallen? There was a few things mixed in that you don't pump, and he kept pumping them. That's what got me the, what should have been kind of a little bit of downtime was just one song kind of playing through. Country song, like you say. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Morgan Wallen. Still just absolutely crunk. <laughs> Turn that shit up. Uh, I was about to say, I do feel sorry for you. It does sound miserable. But, um, you know, when we come back, I, I want to bring up your uh, trunk or treat booth you were running for all the kids that you love so much at your brother-in-law's church. For whatever reason, Todd wants to go into trunk or treat. I volunteered. I'm talking about <laughs> 2,500 people. Did you, was, did you honestly volunteer, though? <clears throat> it sounds like you kind of got shooed into that. Well, I mean, I got looped into it. <laughs> you didn't volunteer for nothing. I could have gotten out of it, though. So yeah, I guess point, you could have said no or just walked away. At that point, I volunteered. Now, what did you have to do exactly? Well, I was thought that I was going to go and sit in like a camp chair and tell kids they could get one piece of candy or two, something like that. But okay. that's not what happened. Once, so. <laughs> once I got there, there was a greater need. There was a football throwing booth with <laughs> holes in a board. Yeah. Get the ball through, get a piece of candy, get two out of three through, get a prize. What's the prize? What Just the like slime or sticky hand, those little stuff you might get at the arcade with 50 tickets. Okay, all right. That's, you know, it's something for kids. What are the age groups? What are the age range of these kids here? They pretty much cut off, it looked like, around 12-ish. Okay. I didn't see too much beyond that. All right, well, that's good, I guess. One thing you brought up was it was fun uh, having Halloween as a kid. I agree. A lot of it was the costume. We only did it one time back then. We would get ready for Halloween night. Yeah, and yeah. that was going to be it. Now, kids throw that costume back on and go to this trunk or treat, go to that one, and they're just all over the place. But the costumes are so much more simple. They're mostly just bought at the store, and you just put them on. That store being Walmart, of course. $20, $25 costumes, good enough. Probably good for a second year, depending on what you're dressing up as. Yeah, back in the day, your mom's going to whip out a sewing machine or something. You're going to have to pull something together. Oh, yeah. I was always a werewolf. I had a kick-ass werewolf mask with the hair in the back, so it encapsulated my whole head. And uh, the eyes glowed in the dark, which were kind of creepy, depending on what street lamp you stood under. The who, what, when werewolf. That's right. And uh, I just remember uh, Heathwood being like the neighborhood to hit and easily when I was young. You trekked up those long-ass driveways, but you got full-size candy bars at the top of that hill, and that's what made it worth it. Now, so that a- is Halloween to me. We've got some skits coming down the line. We've already like recorded, edited. They are ready to go. We're putting them into an episode called Sunday Night Pre-Recorded. Yes. Rather than Saturday Night Live. I never made that connection until now. It's a, it's a keen idea. I like we it. We need a production team. Just with what we're doing... Honestly, we need more volunteers to act because the more characters we have to work with, the more elaborate the skits can be. Because just me and Rob and, and potentially, you know, one or two other people that are regulars on the show, it just it's very limited creatively to work with that. Well, we need extra characters for sure for yeah. the skits. And we've got one that's really easy. We've been having a tough time getting someone to fill the role, though. Yeah. 
They think it's hilarious. It is. It's one of our best ideas, but it's just like, oh, I better not. That, yeah, I, yeah. I, I might not do a good job. It's or, the stage fright. The stage fright they get so easily when they stare down the lens of a camera. And it's just like, listen, none of this is live. I think that's what people's biggest hang-up is. They just they don't realize it's completely that, live. They don't realize that I'll fix it in the edit. Yeah. Well, or if they take it, do a bad take, I'll know it. Yeah, and, and they can redo it. Yeah. Amazing. Usually by the third take, you got it. And we're a couple of decent guys. We're kind of talented here. We we you know we can make it worth your while here. We're you think not, they're afraid of the fame? I think they're afraid of trying to act against us. In all honesty, I wasn't going to bring it up, but you know what? It's the elephant in the room, and it's time it gets addressed. We're fucking awesome when it comes to our acting abilities. I think our past videos can prove that multiple times. And people just look at that enamored and just was like, they just collapse under the pressure of like, how can I even be in the same room with that? And really, I blame ourselves and our God-given talent. It's a, it's really a curse as much as it is a blessing. I've learned to live with it. Other people are still dealing. But just when you thought we were a five-trick pony, <laughs> this new stuff we're doing is different. Oh, yeah. We're one big bucking stallion over here. Yeah. So that's our sixth. Maybe even seventh trick. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, that's coming down the pipeline, and we're really excited about it. I love it. It's it's a creative outlet that reminds me back before all the writer strikes and actor strikes, what writing a movie was all about. You're just making something up, bringing it to life. It's a great feeling. I recommend someone to try it, anyone, and then try and do it better than us. And if you succeed, come join our team. We need a production staff. If you succeed, I'll share it. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, it's worth sharing. I don't have, I mean, look, that was, wedding was not about me, and that's cool. It was whatever, but yeah. to me, the reception was fucking stupid. The fact that you guys couldn't talk and mingle kind of... That's the point of a reception. Yeah, it, it's just, I've never heard of that. And, um, you know, the music, I'm sure, whether you love it or hate it, no one wants to listen to music that drowns out the, pe- the person next to you. I mean, it's just like, what are we supposed to do? Dance? Okay, what about after that? God forbid we communicate. <laughs> But like you said, it's not it's not my wedding, it's not your wedding. As long as the bride and groom were happy, were they at least satisfied with the way everything went down? Seemed to me they were. Okay, well good, good. I wish them the happiest, uh best of luck. Um I'm glad they found each other. What's the best wedding you've ever been to? I already mentioned it. My coworker George. It's the one we pulled his retirement to pay for. Whoa. I think it was thirty three thousand. That Jesus. was not the wedding, that was just the reception. Someone else paid for the wedding. <laughs> Someone else paid for the dress. That that was just the reception, thirty three. What all what what all did that money go towards? A lot of it was the location, a lot of it was the open bar. <laughs> <laughs> open bar. You could have just left it at that. The location could have been in a back alley. The open bar would have set it above thirty three thousand. They didn't even have to pay for a DJ because the radio station had that covered. So <laughs> it was basically location, bar, food. What kind of food they had? Don't get me wrong. The location was so nice. I mean, it was a ballroom, but it was yeah. high-end. The church was pretty, too. It was a Catholic church. They had it done up nice in there. Somewhere downtown Austin, Catholic church. Yeah. Uh, the Catholic church's architecture really stands out. It's it's really great, especially after they clean up all the uh, altar boys' tears from the floor. That may be where the body painting thing started. <laughs> it had to start somewhere. That's all I'm saying. Ass Wednesday is what they call it. <laughs> uh, the Pope would not like this episode, would he? Good. Mm, not publicly. Good. No, no, that's the way we want it.
The best wedding I ever attended was my uh, half-brother's back when I was just graduated high school. He was marrying the daughter of a rich banker, and we had it on a private country club on a golf course. Are they still together? No. Okay. But the wedding was a blast. I caught the garter belt. That was the first garter belt I ever caught. Still not married yet. You went and put it on your girlfriend, and y'all pretended you were getting married or whatever. Honestly. Or whatever I, you pretend when you put I think I threw it away. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. I don't know what happened to any of them, to be honest with you. It wasn't necessarily something I kept and you know displayed. Once it lost the smell, you were done. <laughs> done with it's like, it. then, then this used to be white. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure catching the bouquet would have been a lot better. <laughs> it helps that I'm tall with long arms. At this wedding I went to, they didn't even throw the bouquet. It was there. Yeah. It existed. They never got around to it because the damn DJ went till closing time. You had to get out of there by like 9 p.m. Yeah. And he went to like 9.05 or whatever. He was wow. letting it go. So who took the bouquet home? If that tells you anything. The bride, well, me. But then eventually, well, this is what happened. The okay. D- the DJ went so late that it was like a rush to clean everything up at 8.45 while he was still playing. While we were cleaning up. He was still playing. Yeah, this guy was still <clears throat> having the reception in his head. Everything got crammed into whoever's car. And so about four or five different cars got crammed with tablecloths and flowers and whatnot. But the bouquet wound up in our car, and then we gave it back to the bride who wanted it. We did get back on the body painting. I'm just, my mind's a little bit blown, not over what it is, but that there were so many various types of porn surrounding it. (laughs) Take your pick. You like body paint? What do you like to go with it? Yeah. That's what got me. And then I told Todd, you know, the more you talk about it, the more normal it's going to sound. But that's where I get into it's not really a fetish. I think there's so many people, people that want to be trendy or whatever. So they're like, yeah, I'm kinky. And then they do this stuff that's supposed to be kinky just to go through the motions or to give themselves a label or make them feel like they belong somewhere. I don't know that they really have it built in, that it's a desire that's close to their uh, sex drive. I think sometimes it's just to be trendy. And if you talk about that painting long enough and you do it, (laughs) you're probably doing it just to be like trendy. Other than sheer curiosity, it's not a fetish. It's something. It's, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I just don't understand the mentality behind it. I don't understand how people get off to the porn of it because it's one thing to like it and actually have it done to you or do it to another person. It's like a touch thing. I kind of understand how people find that uh, attractive or whatever, but just watching it being done to someone else, I don't get that. I mean, generally, the people... I mean, weird's fine, but it's weird. Yeah, well, all that deviant it's like you say, debauchery if, you were if, looking if up. You're, if you're doing that with somebody else, that's something that not everybody has access to with that person. So there's some exclusive type thing that you have. Yeah. But the little bit that was playing on the previews there was just... I didn't see anything to it. They were... Like, you, you especially should... the ones that were just spraying it on. Got freaking Picasso over here. <laughs> You know, they say that uh, Michelangelo had to lay on his back for so long to paint the Sistine Chapel. I don't think it would take you that long as it took him. <laughs> what do you guys think out on the internet? Like, I was about comment. to breach the TMI do va- it. valley right there. Do it! About laying on your back and painting the ceiling. No, you can't just put it on the table and take it off. Not while we're live. Not while we're on the mic. Come on, man. Dish. I've built up enough pressure to hit the ceiling before and hit it hard enough that you heard a splat. Well, I didn't know that that's where it was going. All right. 
So you turn into, like, okay, it's kind of like a scary movie situation. I'm not saying that happens all the time. I'm just saying it has happened. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I, uh, I happen to have a speed gun. <laughs> no, that takes hours to build up that type of pressure. <laughs> so it's uh, about 9.30 now. So <laughs> Hey, it surprised me too at the time, honestly. Yeah. It did. Oh, God. Imagine, imagine what she felt like. It's like God. That was supposed. That was meant to be in me. No, that'd be a shotgun to my uterus. And I had already painted a wall that was about ten feet away before, so I knew I kind of had a little bit in me. But that height. I mean, that's you're fighting gravity the whole way. That's. I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> I wonder how many psi that takes. <laughs> Bill Nye one time on a show about this. I think he answered it. <laughs> about the PSI. Well, you just it's all physics, Robert. It's really just all physics. Now it's time for a more serious note. Ding! Let the seriousness commence. Economics. Oh boy! Everyone, strap your strap in your seats here. We're ready for an economics lesson. I'm going to run through it pretty quick. Here we are. Home foreclosures are up times two year over year. They've doubled. Then, if you look at eviction rates, they're pretty dang high. You'd be surprised just what the overall eviction rate is. It hovers around thirty percent just across the board. Is that because people are getting into homes they can't afford? Obviously. Well, no, that's not a foreclosure rate. That's an eviction. That's a renter. Oh. So, yes, foreclosure rate's only close to 5%. It's like 4 point, I don't know, 4.5. It was 2 point something. Yeah. So that doubled. Um, eviction rates, those may have stayed steady. I'm not sure what the historical data on that is, but it's around 30% right now. So basically, we're <clears throat> adding to the homelessness problem in the United States. Is that correct? Osama? Well, I assume it's like a couple, and then the other person gets approved, and then they have so many cosigns. They somehow get into a new place yeah. and then get evicted again. And there's a lot of people getting kicked out that never make that statistic. Like my old roommates that didn't pay. Okay. Just yeah, I don't need the legal process. But some people do, and then it becomes a statistic. You you go around breaking breaking legs and snapping necks. You get your money. I actually just put in the lease that if they're two days late on rent, I can kick them and all their stuff out. I can dispose of it any way I want to. Burn it. So the other thing was, well, it's widely published that credit card debt's at an all-time high. So that's kind of a house of cards. That's been one. It's all a house of cards. I'm waiting for a big crash. Here's another data point. Inflation. So, watching the news, they said, since Joe Biden has taken office, inflation is up 17%. Overall. You know, it's not an APR or whatever. Just the overall. From where he started to where we are now, that's a 17% jump. While wages are up about 1%, like 1.6%. Then they further went to say, among minorities, wages are actually down. Hispanic, they said 1.1, and they said African American, 1.6. Wages were actually down at that percentage. I'm not, I'm not even sure if this was a right wing, left wing news, neutral. I'm not even sure what it was, but that's what I was seeing. And so they're saying wages are not keeping up, regardless. And I am saying that no, prices are up more than 17 percent. You can at least double that. 
I'm going to go ahead and round it to 40%. I I guess it comes down to what you're buying there, because it was a while where eggs were ridiculous. Ingles still has cheap milk, but your overall grocery tab is going to be up, maybe not by 40%, but it's going to be more than 17%. You know what kind of bugs me, though, when people complain about inflation and groceries, and they take a picture of their shopping cart and put it on social media and talk about, oh, this is all all $50 (laughs) will buy. The fact that, okay, I'm looking at, you know, maybe about 10 items and they're saying their grocery bills like, you know, 50, 60, 70 bucks and they're trying to feed a family, you know, and it's just damn near impossible depending on their, especially the average wage in this country. But you were going to say depending on their appetite. Yeah, well, depending on your appetite, you know, a lot of people consider meals just like, okay, we had something to eat. Now that you're actually full or satisfied, but you had something to eat. It's good enough. It's like, okay. But uh, I always see people buying name brand shit. They buy like expensive chips, which to me, paying like $4 for a bag of chips, that's pretty goddamn expensive. That's, that's kind of real a, food. That's kind of a boomer mentality that you're throwing out there or like a someone that hasn't kept up with reality completely... Well, Dave Ramsey. The bottom line is shit's up, according to the official government data, 17%, which is total bullshit. They twist, <laughs> they twist the numbers 80 different ways. Yeah. Okay, stuff's up 30% plus, and wages overall are up 1%. Yeah. Who cares about inflation as long as there's some way you can keep up with it wage-wise? But it's just not the case. I, I find the best way to save money is not having a family. <laughs> Your slice of pie gets smaller, someone else's gets bigger. Yeah. That's what's happening. It's not news. You had you didn't hear it here first. People know what's going on. But you saying, well, you could get the store brand or go a little bit cheaper. It's like telling a millennial not to get a Starbucks if they ever want to buy a house. Okay, but it's still so much harder to attain than yeah. it was 30 years ago. Oh, no, and it that, is. That Starbucks ain't really the problem. It yeah. may be a contributing factor for someone who's making an all-out effort, but it's not where the problem started. No, but you're not doing yourself any flavors. You're not doing flavors. <laughs> you're, doing, flavors. you're doing yourself lots of flavors, Yeah, but you're not doing any favors. Complain more about money while buying pet milk. You know Coburg milk that we used to get at elementary and I do, school? actually. That's bringing back. Is that okay. even around anymore? I'm not sure, but do, do you know what their slogan was at the time? <laughs> what? Better than it has to be. <laughs> Take that, government regulations. We're going to exceed your minimal standards. Mm. That's why I tell but, women sex is with me. It's better than it has to be. Not by much, but I'll get you there. That's all I got on the economy this That's time. I'm not going to get on a soapbox. It's just, yeah, yeah. we have runaway inflation. Yeah, just don't tell me you're having money problems buying name brand shit because I don't have money problems and I don't buy name brand shit, even though I could. <laughs> And I guess I probably should, because that's what you do. If you got money for it, spend it. Inflate your lifestyle if you make more if money. If you did have money problems, though, if you were put in a hole right now and you were just... I'm not paying $5 for a gallon of milk. If you had nowhere to live, Todd, and you had to man up and pay rent at an apartment or yeah. something, yeah, then could you complain then? No, like, you can complain about the apartment just by itself. Rent's ridiculous. I mean, it's basically landlords... Or, or just people with property taking advantage of the, <laughs> the market at the expense of lower-income people who apparently can't afford a, a $1,000 or $2,000 mortgage or whatever, but can't afford that in rent, according to the credit bureau. Ain't that some shit. Like, you're, you can afford to rent, but you can't afford to own, even though you're paying more in renting. That's just the way our numbers work out. We don't trust you with this debt, sir.
Ownership has some hidden costs. Also, it's a bigger risk for anyone lending money. I mean, if you're lending them an apartment, you can evict them. If you're lending them the money, well, you could foreclose. Yeah. And if they've paid anything into it, you're probably pretty good to the equity. I never understood the foreclosure departments within banks, especially big banks. They ought to have all that ironed out. If something (laughs) goes into foreclosure, the bank shouldn't be just bent over a barrel. They should act like, oh, this is a good thing. Here's our chance to make some money. Yeah, you have a property you can unload. I know some people ransack places, but so many don't or the the repairs are minimal. There ought to be a well-oiled machine within Wells Fargo and Bank of America, TD Bank, whatever. When they foreclose, that ought to be a quick process. Once they make the decision, we absolutely 100% are going to foreclose on this property. Once they initiate that and get that ball rolling, everything from there on should work like clockwork. You know, after I work at Publix, I go to uh, Wells Fargo to the foreclosure department, and uh, I'm the guy who uh, oils that machine you were talking about. Gets a little grindy around the gears. I just loosen that shit up with some of my oil. Boom. I oil it up well. I went to the bank tonight, and the ATM had been changed or updated, and I've never stuck my hand so deep into an ATM. Ooh, it's that, like going into a grab bag, or maybe that's just for this month for Halloween. That sounds sensual. Did you get the but ATM's number? Rather than I bet I got yours. I can't be the only one that's experienced this. I, I go to Bank of America. They have normal ATMs there. I don't body paint either. ATM therapy via AI. <laughs> Some people are into robots, sexually.